Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Today, we are going back to episode number 32, where I had a really fun conversation with Ben Congleton, who is the founder of Olark. And Olark was probably the first company to ever put that little chat in the right-hand side of websites so that you could actually talk. And in the episode, we talked about how to bootstrap a company. Ben and Olark were a Y Combinator company and actually turned down professional funding to go on their own path to bootstrap their company. And they've been around for over a decade and are still thriving. You'll love our episode in number 32. And as a longtime entrepreneur, you're going to love Ben's three HPTs. Here we go. Welcome to Build the Business Success Secrets, the only podcast that provides straight talk for entrepreneurs. Whether you're an entrepreneur starting with an idea or growing your business, this show is for you. We'll teach you how to build a strong mindset, powerful body, and profitable business so you can achieve success. And here's your host, Brandon C. White. Three HPTs, high percentage tips from Ben to the entrepreneur community of anything from starting a company, growing a company. What would those three HPTs be? Yeah. Okay. So thank you for asking about these in advance. So I could be a little bit smarter about them. <laughs> yeah, so well, I, I, I spent like five minutes for it. I'm on the call thinking <laughs> maybe, maybe 30 seconds. So yes, your HPTs. Uh, one, I think you should probably read the book Radical Candor. I think Radical Candor is an amazing way of framing feedback. It's written by a lady named Kim Scott that worked at Google, worked at Apple University, and was tried to spin off kind of like a thought leadership company called Radical Candor now. But the book, Radical Candor, provides a really good framework of thinking about feedback. And in particular, what you want to do is you want to care a ton, and you want to challenge directly. Like, that's the ideal quadrant of her her little, uh, like, feedback quadrant. But within that book, it talks a lot about how it's important. It's uh, In her opinion, that she values direct obnoxious feedback more than kind of like a passive like like i think a lot of times people hold back on on kind of speaking their mind and for like for fear they're going to offend the other person and her argument is basically it's better to offend the other person let them know it's on your mind than it is to be insincere and just yeah like shape that message and why i love my wife (laughs) yes so like so like in in like like in in that book, I think that framing is like super valuable and it really resonated with me. And there's also a bunch of applicate uh, like applied lessons for management and stuff in that book too. It, it packs a lot in. Well, I want to wait before you go to two. I want to cover myself because I said that's why I love my wife, not because she's obnoxious, because she's honest with me and always gives me the straight feedback. Number two, Ben. Yeah, my wife is the same way. Also amazing in the same way probably helping me learn a ton yeah exactly <laughs> Scott just gave me a framework to realize why cat was so awesome but like, <laughs> <laughs> and to bring it to work so and then that, that's fantastic and i think that's what you look for in a partner a co-worker a co-founder yeah. like a business relationship i just wanted i don't want anybody thinking that i was saying my wife's obnoxious my wife has made me a better person no question about it so number two ben number two all right so this is a useful lesson. I think some people are very impatient and I think that they try to see things happen very quickly 
So like if you if you look and and the metaphor I'm going to use for this is uh, the story analogy. So like basically we went through Y Combinator I, back in those days. I think maybe there's 28 other companies in our batch, something like that. I would say of those companies, maybe five are still alive right now and operating individually. Wow. So and that that might be a slight exaggeration, but there's just like very few of those companies in that batch are still alive right now, and very few of them had and those that I'm counting are dead. Of them, very few had good exits. Got so it. like. You have to imagine that, like, if you're like running a race, right? And you like see these people that are like way ahead of you and they're like, Oh, they raised all this money. They're just killing it. They may be running really fast in the beginning, but that does not mean long term success. And I think that by focusing on customers and creating value for customers, if you do that consistently and grow that, that scales and that works and that will get you to where you want to be trying to like, Accelerate that process with a ton of money does not work for many people. It may seem like it when you go out and you like read about a couple of successes, but if you imagine the amount of money dumped into VC versus the amount of money that actually have huge successes, a few of these like giant, you're you're like WeWorks and your Theranoses and your like, there's plenty of examples of companies that raise tons of money and like, I think maybe didn't provide the customer value that they their investors thought they were going to get out of it. Um, That's a great advice. So, so yeah, so I think that just think about that long term, be patient and don't get caught up in that. Like, Oh, like you have to move like super freaking fast to be successful. I think that like so many companies fail because they try to move too fast and they don't, they try to get, they try to go somewhere before they're ready to be there. And they just put themselves in a situation where they can't win. Like for example, like increasing your burn to the extent where now you got to lay off a ton of people to survive. The act of laying off people is like incredibly depressing, and, oh, it's yeah, gonna, it's like, the, and the people that are still around, it's going to be super depressing for them. Like it's, it's hard times, and you don't you don't have to. You can avoid putting yourself in a situation like that. Great Just advice. one small example. And then my last my last piece of advice is to think about. I like to call them kind of feedback loops, like around sort of listening, learning, and improving. And I think you can apply these like this like that that framing to basically any situation you can apply it to customers right like come up with some process where you can listen right actually hear what people are saying where you can learn like internalize what it is they're saying like maybe uh, consolidate a bunch of interviews think of patterns stuff like that and then improve like actually act on the information to do something new so you can do it from a customer standpoint you can do it from a management standpoint like listening to your your employees or your reports and taking the time to like learn and taking time to, to craft like how this is going to lead to improvement. And I think that just if you can like put that like framing in your head, it can be super valuable to approach problems in that way. I think a lot of times people sort of try to like jump in really quickly to say like problem solution or they try to like move like pretty fast from just like, Oh, here's a problem. Here's immediate solution. Not like here's like five different solutions or something like that. Just another like kind of like slow down. Think before you act. And then my bonus tip. Oh, bonus uh, HPT. I bonus love it. I'm going to go for feedback is super important. And there's a very straightforward way to look at it. I think a lot of times people, like especially uh, engineers and the way that you interact and provide feedback over, say, like positive feedback in particular, a lot of times people will be like, oh, like, I don't know, Brandon plus plus, like in a channel or a bot. And they're like, oh, karma goes up. That is shit feedback. The good way to provide feedback <laughs> is to say that like, like Brandon, the way that like when we hang out, you're like quite present and, and all that your whole mind is on the conversation. 
it has like a very good impact on me because I enjoy it. Like when we're, when we know that we're like focused and we're like in it together, it makes me like, you know, respect you as a human being. Cause it kind of like helps, helps me feel uh, seen and heard. Well, that's and, very nice of you. And, I don't know if you're actually talking about this, Brandon. But... I, I'm totally am. And, <laughs> and, and I think that like, and, and I think your candor also like the, like your willingness to kind of speak and be vulnerable and have conversations like makes our relationship stronger. And I think, and what that does is it makes me believe that like you do this in more relationships and it kind of shows me that like you're a real dude and makes me feel like I can like, like trust you in many ways. Right. So, well, so likewise, like, just so you know, likewise, yeah. that's why you and I get along well, but yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think the, the point that I'm making is like when you have, when you're giving feedback, positive or negative feedback, I think it's important to label like the behavior, what impact you perceive and then impact that, that, uh, that has on you and in the world. And I think that if you can frame feedback like that, it can be, it's, it's more work, but it's incredibly powerful for the people that receive the feedback. And you'll get a lot of positive feedback yourself once you kind of, uh, once you think of that that way. And that applies both for negative feedback and for positive feedback. Thanks for being generous with your time and joining us for this episode of Build a Business Success Secrets. Before we go, let me ask you a quick question. Are you the type of person who wants to get 100% out of your time, talent, and ideas? If so, you'll love our monthly Build a Business Success Secrets newsletter. It's a monthly playbook about the inner game of building a successful business. Recent issues have shown how to avoid losing money on Facebook and Instagram paid ads with this science-backed strategy. How to build a pitch deck to raise money in 13 simple slides. Three tips the monks use to improve concentration and get more done in less time. A five-step process to survive and thrive when things get tough. How to optimize your sales team to grow your revenue. And tons of other actionable, high-percentage mind, body, and business-building tips and tricks. As a fellow entrepreneur who's aiming for nothing short of success, you owe it to yourself to subscribe. Check out the special offer with bonuses for you at BeSuccessSecrets.com. That's B as in business, successsecrets.com. And until the next episode, remember, you are just one business plan away. I'm rooting for your success.